This is Women's Leadership Success, episode number 113, part two of a special show on LinkedIn profile optimization. If you haven't listened to part one, you can start here, but be sure and catch the great advice in part one as well. Do you know how to present yourself as a warm person on LinkedIn? Do you know the benefits of using LinkedIn to help you get a promotion inside your company or a better job in another company? How would you like to have a strong, eye-catching, and fabulous LinkedIn profile? I am so excited about this interview. There are so many secrets in this show that will help you get a better job, promotions, and a network of like-minded people that will reinforce your personal brand and expand you in many, many ways. And be sure to listen for some tips and a free gift from me in the middle of the show that will advance your career in leadership and help women worldwide too. Welcome to Women's Leadership Podcast, showing you how to influence people, improve your performance, and advance your career. Brought to you by women's leadership and career expert Sabrina Brom and womensleadershipsuccess.com. Here's your chance to meet women trendsetters leading the way to success, accomplishment, and balance in business and life, no matter if you're a manager, CEO, or entrepreneur. Join Sabrina for coaching and no-nonsense advice to improve your career and bottom line. This is womensleadershipsuccess.com, and today we're talking with Donna Serdula about how to use LinkedIn to get a promotion or a better job. Welcome, Donna. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> and, you know, we've had some nice interactions offline. And one of the things that you mentioned is something that's close to my heart. I have a lot of women that listen that are in the military or have recently gotten out. And can you tell me the wonderful thing? Tell me about the wonderful thing that you do for people in the military. Yeah, so... My husband is a Marine, former enlisted, and he and I have, you know, wanted to do, we wanted to give back for, you know, quite some time. And uh, so anyway, years ago, we decided, all right, what are we going to do? And um, I have a DIY kit, a course, an e-course, a video e-course that walks a person through how to optimize their profile from the top to the bottom. It gives uh, tons of examples. It gives instructions. Uh, it really helps you understand how to create a profile that's impressive, but it, it converts, right? It, it gets you to where you want to be, whether it's a job or if it's you know different types of opportunity this course walks you through. And, you know, of course, clearly we also write LinkedIn profiles for people, but not, not everyone can afford that. So this is a great in-between step to do it yourself. So, um, so anyway, with the military, I, I give it away free to anyone who is a veteran, anyone who is active duty, or if they're active duty or their spouse as well. So it's free of charge. I normally charge hundred dollars for it, but to anyone who is a veteran or active duty or their spouse free. Well, a hundred dollars is a real bargain. Uh, the book is also awesome to get, which is, I think it's about, I think it was about $27. It's, it's wonderful. The LinkedIn profile optimization, but a hundred dollars is inexpensive 
Or if you're military, you can just flood her site with sending uh, sending for that. And where, where, what site do they go to again to get that? So they, Anna, so all you do is visit linkedinmakeover.com. Okay. And if you go to the services uh, drop list, uh, it says giving back. And there you'll see our, our military program. Great. And is that the same site you go to if you want to... Um, Check your the title of your yeah. So so if you go to the free resources, you'll see our LinkedIn headline generation, our LinkedIn headline generator uh, application. I've got tons of free, really awesome freebies as well. I've got you know a lot of times people say to me one of the big questions I get is how do I bold text on my LinkedIn profile? How do I make something italicized? How do I insert like a bullet? Well, none of this is possible on LinkedIn. Unless you visit my site and you go to my LinkedIn text formatter tool and I use Unicode to create faux text. So you can bold and italicize and use bullets. Um, But again, it's nothing native to LinkedIn. You have to use my generator to do it. That's very, very nice that you do that. That's that's very nice. So um, my profile, Mm -hmm. um, how would... What can I do to improve my ranking? When you look at my profile, what would you suggest? And and let me just also mention that one of the questions I had down here to ask you was, how do I come across as a warm person? So, you know. um, So, I mean, the first thing I see is your, your image. And I think you look very, very nice. And very warm in this this picture. This is huge. It's it's clearly it looks professionally taken to me, right. and that's a good that's a that's a good thing. Um, you know your head. Your not, not your head. I'm sorry. Your your name. You have numerous things in that field. You don't just have your name. You have a number of of letters, and then it says executive business coach, mm-hmm. and. If this is something that you want to do, believe me, go for it. But um, LinkedIn has stated in their terms of service that the name field is for the name only. Uh Uh-huh. You know, so for me, I would not have all of that in there. I would just have your name. The Mm -hmm. executive business coach, I would put into your headline. Interesting. Okay. Good. So I would do that only because I'm I'm just one of those people I like to play nice in LinkedIn the LinkedIn sandbox. <laughs> I just don't I don't ever want to get thrown out. Right. And and th- yeah, no that totally makes sense and I will change that right away and mine is more ignorance of what the rules are. I'm sure that's true for a lot of people. Um, so, so I would make that just your name but when I look at your headline, your headline it it's it's lovely. It it has what I believe are your 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 strengths, your topics, your specialties, and you have that benefit statement helping you increase your influence, impact, and income. And I love that. It's so it's it's succinct, but it's it's powerful. So I love that. Let me scroll down to your about section. And you've put effort into this, Sabrina. <laughs> like, congratulations. You know, a Since lot of I times... read your book. <laughs> I just want you to know. I went, oh, I better get more recommendations and do some things here. 
So, you know, you, you start off with a whole bunch of, you know, these are the issues that I help people with. And then you describe who you are and what you do. You have some notable clients listed and, and that's wonderful. You know, you want to, so you said to me, you want to appear more warm. Mm-hmm. Your about section is not written in first person. Ah. It's written in third person. So a really easy way. Female, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's, there's, there's a couple different ways of writing an about section, right? There is, most people will tell you, and, and I'm a huge proponent, first person, own it, say I. You know, everyone knows that it's you. They know that you log in. <laughs> so just, you know, take that ownership. Now, if you're in a very, if you're doing this for sales, you can you can do second person narrative where instead of saying, I, this, I, this, you start, you talk directly to your audience. Do you feel that you're not getting ahead in life? You know, wouldn't you love to feel that sense of, you know, and like, and so you're using the you rather than the I, I is mm-hmm. first, you is second. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may find that you, <laughs> you know, going with the you is a little bit more authentic. Um, then there's third person. And that's what yours is. It's like telling this story. It's, um, you know, there's, I love coffee. First person, you love coffee. Second person, he, she loves coffee. That's right. right. That's where there's, there's, that's where there's the distance and a little bit more of that. It's just a little bit, not as personable. Um, but with that said, I'm sure that there's some people who are watching who have done amazing things. I mean, are hugely successful and they want to seem, they want to seem a little distant. They want to have that executive presence, which, you know, yes, nowadays we're trying to talk more about that caring, loving, you know, Mm -hmm. executive, but that's still hard for a lot of us to really accept. We like that, that little bit more of that distant leader. Mm -hmm. And in that situation, you got to do third person. Right. Right. Yeah, I think I'm going to move to first person. I, I that's more me than the third person. Well, thank you for that. That that is very very helpful. Um, also, the other thing that helped me, I had a lot of recommendations up, but I had never thought to say I would help write it for the person. And what I found was I got responses a lot quicker. It's not that it turned out the way I said it, but I just pointed out some things that we had done together and people were so grateful for that. Yeah, that is, that's a tip that I, I give in my book. I, I, I have often stated it and it blows people's minds. <laughs> it's just one of those things where people are oftentimes really shocked by it. Um, but with LinkedIn, there's a recommendation section. It's been there for a very long time and it's where you can give recommendations and you can ask to receive recommendations. And to me, I really have always felt that the re- recommendation section is so powerful. Um, more people should use it than they, than, than they do. Um, but the real tip is don't just ask for a recommendation. When you ask for the recommendation, either write the recommendation for the person mm-hmm. or give them an outline of what you want them to cover. Mm-hmm. Because most people do not have the aptitude to write themselves. Writing is, is, is hard for a lot of people. 
Um, most people, they, they think about them, their own lives, their own, <laughs> their own, you know, trials and tribulations. They're not really focused. So that when, when you say, can you write me a recommendation? They're like, you're a good person. I don't know. <laughs> right. And I've gotten some like that, you know, not very helpful. Right. So you've got to feed them. You've got to make life easier for them. So what I always say is when you go to request that recommendation and do it within LinkedIn, don't just send an email and go, Hey, can you do this? Then they have to figure it out. You'll never get it done. Right. You've got to go in there, click more, click recommend or ask for a recommendation and say, I know you're a busy person, but I would be so honored to have your recommendation of my skills on my LinkedIn profile that I'm going to write. I've written, I've taken the liberty of writing it for you. Yeah. Feel free to edit or change it completely. And within five seconds of receipt, they will have copied it and pasted it directly onto your profile. Yeah, that's that's really cool. So the networking inside of a company, um, people are people that I work with are nervous about that. Well, won't they think I'm looking for another job if I have a really great LinkedIn profile? Believe it or not, I've actually heard that. Um, well, every day I hear that. That's and, a, and how do you I, know what? There, that is a big worry. Yeah, and how do I get a recommend? Where's where do I get recommendations? Are they just the people I'm working with at the company? Tell me, tell me what to do there. That's the you know. Function. Let's let's go back to the first part because that is that's huge. You know, it's, let's say let's say whether it's you're trying to network internally or maybe you are looking or even subtly looking for for another opportunity. And I believe everyone should always be looking. You I need to know what your yeah. You need to know what your market value is. Exactly. You, it's 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 one of those things. So what you want to do is when you write the profile or have it written for yourself, don't think of it as a job search profile. Remember, I don't want you copying and pasting a resume. That looks desperate. It looks cheap. I don't like that. What, what, what I want you to do is think about it in terms of reputation management. Think of it in terms of branding and write it towards that goal, those goals. And when you do it in that way, you, you come across as very high level. You come across as professional and impressive. And, and people resonate to that. They want to know more about you. So you're feeding them exactly what you want them to be nibbling. Um, so, so again, it's not I do this and I do this and I do this. It's tell, you know, work that into the story of who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it'll, you know, then it'll be fine. You know, that's what everyone should look like. And I often find that when we do, there's a few things that happen when we optimize a person's profile. When we optimize their profile and they're currently working, oftentimes they are absolutely surprised by a promotion or a raise shortly after we go live. Because when 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 it's discovered, this person is so much more than we ever thought, Let's let's get them, let's level them to where they should be. Or two, maybe this person is looking. It's cheaper to retain talent <laughs> than to find new talent. So let's make sure that they're fat and happy. Yeah, no, I think I absolutely believe it's going to help people get promotions to do this. It really makes a lot of sense. And so this 
so, you know, like I love, I have a big organic garden. I have hundreds of dahlias in my yard when it's spring. If I was working in a company, is there another place I can put that besides the very top of my profile? Is there? I would love to see organic gardener in your headline. That would be really thrilling for me okay. to, to get that little taste of who you are. I love okay. that. In the about section, you've got over 2000 characters. That's more than enough room for there to be a little paragraph that talks about how you love to get your hands dirty and you've got that green thumb and there's nothing more beautiful than the cyclical nature of a garden. Yeah. To me, it's, it's, it's the right thing to do. It's, it's just, it's, there's a little bit of the vulnerability, but it's also just being open. This is who I am. And, and I've, I've always felt with LinkedIn, we want to tell your story and in some ways, you know, I do want people to say, you know what, this is not the person that, that I want in my company. They are, you know, like I want you to be filtered from the companies where you, you do not belong. I want you to find your tribe. I want the people who resonate to your message, who are going to lift you up and, and develop you. Those are the ones that I want. I don't want them to have to guess. I want them to see who you are. So they can, you know, they can embrace you. I love it. And so organic gardening or are, are what I'm really into is task force for the homeless. I do a lot of work to help the homeless. Where would that go in my LinkedIn? There is a volunteer experience section that you can okay. add that to. So just add my mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then at the very bottom, you can have the causes you care about and you can choose poverty alleviation. Oh, great. Causes you care about. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, And I think a lot of women, you know, a lot of us have some cause that we're really passionate about, um, that it would be fun to, to do that. Do you want to optimize your career, your leadership, your life to move to a more successful and powerful level? Would you like to help other women worldwide just like you have more influence, confidence, and success? Then here are three things you should do now. First, go to careerdevelopmentquiz.com for a free gift from me, a quick and easy career and leadership assessment you can complete in just three minutes. And when you get done, I'll send you your score right away, plus some suggestions you may want to focus on that are the secrets of top leaders. You may even qualify for a free coaching session with me just for taking this quick self-assessment. Second, here's how to help more women worldwide just like you become more powerful leaders. You can do this by spreading the word about Women's Leadership Success podcast in your social media and by giving this show a great review in Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, CastBox, Podchaser or Podcast Addict. Plus, this really helps me too and the show. I really appreciate it. Third, follow me on LinkedIn to get additional tips, articles, and other resources that will help you be successful. So now, if 
let's kind of switch. If you're, you're actually, you're looking for a job, maybe you're in between companies or um, you're looking, then what do you want to do differently on that LinkedIn profile? You want to think of SOAR, right? Always think of SOAR, strategize. And, and you want to do this, you know, over and over and over again, because that strategy is going to change. It's going to be, hey, I'm looking for a job. Oh, I've got a job. Oh, I'm, I now want to be seen as a thought leader. You know, so, you know, that going through, it's always, it always changes. So you always want to keep updating. So you want to strategize, figure out who is your new audience. What are your new goals? What are your new keywords? Re-optimize your profile. Make sure that it now tells a different story. Remember, in my the first episode we did, we t- I talked about you know a, a salesperson and how, with the story that they're telling, how it how it shifts and changes depending upon who their target audience is, and can turn off a, a, you know a segment of their audience if they're tell, if they're telling a misaligned story. So you know, make sure you're doing that. But you know, start connecting with recruiters. You know, start using LinkedIn for search to find people who like look at those companies that are, you know, where you want to work. See, do you know of anyone who knows someone who works there? Do you have a first degree connection or maybe you have a second degree connection? If it's a second degree connection, ask for an introduction. You know, there's nothing like I I really want people to recognize that you don't have to go down the same old path as everybody else. You don't have to put your, your, your resume into a job portal. It doesn't have to be fed into hundreds of applicant tracking systems. You can totally go the opposite route and use your network, ask for informational interviews. And you know what? When you ask a person internally, when you find a company and you use LinkedIn to really search and see who works there, did they go to the same school as you did? all of that good stuff. And, and you message them and you message with a really heartfelt, authentic you know, message. And it's not, Hey, I need a job, but it's, Hey, I want to learn more about this amazing company. People want to help you. And a lot of times that internal person, if they have that resume and they're the one that takes it to the hiring manager and you're hired, oftentimes they get a kickback. That's the money that they would have been paying a recruiter. They're, so they're going to take that money. They're going to they're going to reward the 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 person who brought you in. Oh, that's that's, that's great advice. It is it is so great. I I just absolutely love it. You also mentioned in your book about following companies. So let's say I wanted to work at Microsoft or Facebook or Google. Um, following them, why is that a good idea? How's that going to help me? So this is this is a big secret. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow this uh, this out of the water here. So what most people don't realize is when a recruiter or a hiring manager, for that matter, might be using rec- the recruiter version of LinkedIn, they'll go in and they'll type in all of these keywords and they'll say how many years of experience and what the job title was, all that good stuff, and then they hit search and they get this list that could be thousands thousands of pages in length and but they can go into the section where it says show me only those people who follow our company page wow and they click it and suddenly that list of 10,000 names becomes far far smaller 
And these are the people who've already shown interest in the company. So if you want to get on that short list, follow the company. Wow. That, that definitely is, that is definitely an incredible idea. Really, really good. And one of my listeners, so she's, she works at a company, but it's, she would like another job. So she's on that thing of, she has to, she can't look like she's totally looking. And she asked me to ask you these questions. One is, how much does my experience count on on my LinkedIn profile? In other words, if I say I have a lot or a little bit, does that make any difference? It, it makes it makes a difference in terms of you know that position that they're go- that she's going for, and some positions require that level of experience. You know, you want to make sure that you are aligned to the positions that you're going to be applying for or hope to be considered for. Um, you know, for me. I I really do love to see a full trajectory. I love to see a person who is high up in the in their in their career, high up at a in a corporation. And I could see that they started off in the mailroom. And I could see each step of them plodding through and that shape and that arc of that of their career. I, to me, there's nothing more transparent or authentic or real about that. And I also think it educates people as to you know what you need to be doing to have a similar type of career path you know so so does that does the length of experience matter yeah it would but it matters on the resume it just matters because of what you're applying for but with that said let's say you have a long experience a long you know a long trajectory you know absolutely put it in there showcase it own it but also incorporate your relevance and your your energy and your enthusiasm. Right. And that, uh, you know, the, the hobbies or the things you're interested in, I'm thinking of people like one woman that I worked with. She had been the president of one of the largest school boards in the United States. So, I mean, this was like gigantor school board. And she'd done that for 12 years. That was so much more, um, she had so much more talent for leading that organization than what her job title said. So yeah, that all of that type of thing really helps. Um, What about following? We're just about done. Um, I really appreciate you taking all this time with me and my audience. What about, why do I want to follow people? What, what, what is I mean, I, I know because I have a lot of people I admire, but what, what, what's the advantage to me of following people? Following a person or an influencer, you know, on LinkedIn, you are subscribing to their, their activity, their posts. So if you want to pay attention to someone, if you want to listen to them, if you want to, you know, kind of, you know, be up on what's going on, that they're that they're reporting that they're pushing out there you you need to follow them that's the only way that that information is going to get delivered to your linkedin feed now there is a new feature on linkedin and once you either follow a person or you connect with a person maybe maybe you have this huge huge network thousands of people 
And so it's really hard to pay attention to that one person that you really want to pay attention to because it's this flood of information. Well, what you can do is visit their profile and there is a little bell. It's a little bell icon in the upper right portion of the top part of your pro- of their profile. You click that bell. Whenever they post, you will be alerted that they posted. Wow. That's really cool. And since I've read your book and I've been more active on LinkedIn, I'm, I'm seeing all those contacts with people I follow, but I've also made a lot of friends. So what I, what I find is the people that I'm reading their information that they're putting out are people that have similar values, have the same kind of integrity I have, care about um, racial diversity, care about uh, social justice, things that are important to me. So I feel enriched every time I go on and I'm connecting with those people, which was something I hadn't expected to have happen. You know what it is? And I really do think it's the events of 2020 and the work from home, um, the, the virtual workforce that has really shifted how people look at LinkedIn and how people communicate on LinkedIn. You know, it's for some people, it's it's their way of networking. It's their way of staying on top of what's going on because they haven't been able to go to the networking events. They haven't been able to go to the conferences. They're not going in to their office and standing by the water cooler. And so LinkedIn has become that substitute. But, you know, as we've worked from home and we've gotten into that, um, you know, we, we, we turn on Zoom and suddenly, hey, you're in my kitchen, <laughs> you're in my bedroom, you're in my home office. It's like, uh, welcome. Suddenly, because of that, we do feel a little bit more open to discuss things that are, I don't want to say of a personal nature, but a more personal nature. You know, with LinkedIn for a long time, it was just career. It was just professional. You couldn't even give an inkling that you had a sense of humor. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's it's changed. You know, when you look at LinkedIn and you scroll through that feed, you are seeing people. Now, I'm not talking. I, I do think there is... Um, and an, an aspect of the feed. It depends on how many people you're, you know, you're networked with. Um, but there are some people who are being overly vulnerable, overly right. intimate. And I would say I don't really feel that LinkedIn is right for that. But for those who are being authentic, who are being real, who are being personable, who are being human. I say, let's do it. That's great. What about doing um, like little short vignettes, videos? I noticed you do them because now I'm on, I'm getting your stuff all the time. What do you think about doing that? Is that a good idea? Is that something that helps? You know, as of this very moment, and and this can change depending upon if you're listening to this podcast, you know, a week or two years from now. Um, but polls perform very well in the LinkedIn algorithm within the LinkedIn feed. So if you want a lot of eyeballs very quickly, I find polls perform very very well. 
Um, posts perform well, um, especially if you can get a person to click the show more. So write more than just, you know, just a couple characters, you know, go into a second or third paragraph. So LinkedIn collapses it. And as soon as a person hits show more, that conveys to LinkedIn, oh, this is interesting. There's relevance. We need to show more people. They do, they, there was like a, 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 a they, they dwelled a little bit. There was like some dwell time okay. on it. Um, and that, and that's a good thing. So if you can come up with a post that makes a person want to read more, hit the show more, um, you're going to find that you get more hits. Um, pictures, absolutely. They say multiple pictures, in fact. So more than just one, that performs well. Videos don't perform as well as they used to. At one time, you recorded a video and, oh my goodness gracious, everybody you know, was being alerted and seeing it. Videos perform a little less, but with that said, there's nothing more powerful than a person seeing you, hearing you, you know, watching you. So you may have to, there's a bit of a trade-off in terms of the sheer amount of people, but there's a lot of influence that's conveyed. Beautiful. So we're just about done. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you want the audience to know about? I mean, I say that humbly because I know we could go on for five or six hours and not cover everything, but in terms of right now on this show. No, I, I think Sabrina, the, the most important thing is use LinkedIn, adopt it. It will help you. It will help you build a network. It will help you develop yourself. It will allow you to learn and and understand people better. Uh, but it, it's also this fabulous place for you to cement your brand and, and not cement it where it never changes, but, but where it can grow and shift and change with you. And don't, don't look at this and go, oh, I don't have time. Don't look at it and say, I don't want to do this. Really sit down and invest that time and, and, and allow yourself to feel a little uncomfortable as you develop that story. It, it will help you. It will help you. And it will get you to where, where you want to be in your career. Beautiful. If somebody would like some help with their LinkedIn or would like to get more information, how would they contact you? Sure. All they need to do is visit my website, linkedinmakeover.com. They can also check me out on LinkedIn. They can just type in my name, Donna Serdula. And um, we're here to help. Everything that I have, you know, I put everything out there on LinkedIn and on my website. It's, it's very transparent. I show our services. I show my team. Everything is there for you. So I want everyone to feel very comfortable. Thank you so much, Donna. This has been a real, real delight talking to you today. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening today. I really appreciate you sharing this podcast and social media and giving me a review in your favorite podcast platform. Also, be sure to follow me on LinkedIn to get even more free tips to help you succeed. And don't forget, if you're ready to take your leadership, your team, or even your whole company to a new level of engagement, success, and profits, and you need a top expert with decades of coaching, consulting, and training experience, I'm your best choice. Contact me today via messaging in LinkedIn, womensleadershipsuccess.com, or sabrinabrom.com. Thanks for listening. 
Thank you for joining your host, Sabrina Brom, on another Women's Leadership Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can email her at sabrina at sabrinabrahm.com. Since 1989, Sabrina and her team have helped hundreds of women managers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs with valuable trainings, articles, books, and executive coaching. For additional tips, interviews, and free access to Great Leaders Today mini-course, visit www.womensleadershipsuccess.com.